بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الحمد لله ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يهب لمن يشاء اناثا ويهب لمن يشاء الذكور او يزوجهم ذكرانا واناثا ويجعل من يشاء عقيما انه عليم قدير وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الدنيا كلها متاع وخير متاعها المراه الصالحه او كما قال عليه الصلاه والتسليم respected elders and brothers in Islam Amongst the many favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us Children which are a ni'mat and a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highlights and outlines in the Quran And Allah says يَهَبُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ إِنَاثًا Some Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants them daughters only. وَيَهَبُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ الذُّكُورِ And some of them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants boys only. أَوْ يُزَوِّجُهُمْ ذُكْرَانَهُ وَإِنَاثًا Some Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants boys and girls. وَيَجْعَلُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ عَقِيمًا And some Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't give the gift of children Allah keeps them barren and just to digress for a moment as solace and comfort for the ummah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah decreed it in such a way as well that out of the 11 wives of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah gifted the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam children from only one wife only from Khadija radiyallahu anha. The other ten wives, they were not barren, neither was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam barren. But Allah made it such that no children came into existence to show humanity, to offer comfort and solace to humanity. So no ummati must feel despondent of the mercy and the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nevertheless, respected brothers and elders, as I have mentioned, the children are a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I am na'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with every na'mat, with every gift, with every blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, comes trials, temptations, tribulations and examinations. So yes indeed, al-malu wal-banuna zinatul hayatid dunya. Allah said it's a blessing. But on the other side, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentioned, إِنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ فِتْنَةِ That you are children, your children are a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how we can navigate, fulfill, 
this test and examination of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just as with other relationships that we have got, relationship with our parents, relationship with our spouses, relationship with our neighbors, fellow travelers, asatiza, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned their hukuk, their rights. Similarly, shariat has dictated and outlined the, the hukuk and the rights of our children. And it is imperative that we discuss and we implement and fulfill these rights of our children. Many a times, for some reason unknown, these rights of our children are often overlooked. Seldom do we discuss on Jumma platforms that our children have rights upon us that we ought to fulfill for them. So what am I explain amongst the first right of the child is that we get married to such a spouse that is a role model and exemplary for our children. So for those of us that are not married, remember it is a right of the child that you get married to such a spouse that is deendar, that is good deen in them, so that your children can have a proper example and a role model in their lives. And towards it, the Prophet ﷺ has encouraged a woman is generally married because of four reasons. Either it's because of her beauty, because of her wealth, because of her lineage, or because of her deen. And then the Prophet ﷺ encouraged each one of us. And he said, ensure that you get married to a woman that has got deen in her lives. So don't just get married to a girl. Look for the mother in that girl. Is she fit enough to be a mother for my children? And obviously, vice versa as well. For us, we have to be role models and examples to our children. For the women, for the girls out there, they have to ensure they look for such boys that they want to get married to that are fit enough to be fathers and role models in the lives of their children. So that's the first right. Second right, one of my explain, is that the children deserve to be given good Islamic names. A rare tendency by the day. The trend nowadays is we must look for unique names. Sound, they should be Islamic, but so, should sound modern. Whereas the Prophet ﷺ, Abu Musa Ash'ari brings his child to the Prophet ﷺ. Tahniq is done. Then the Prophet ﷺ names him Ibrahim. Name the children the names of the Anbiya Name our children the names of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Azwaji Mutaharat, the Sahabiyat, 
the children of the Prophet ﷺ. I explain the name of a child will have an effect on the child. Take blessings, take good omens from the names of the Anbiya Ulama are inundated with calls. Look for unique names. When you offer them good Islamic names, Muhammad, Abdullah, Abdul Rahman, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, Khairul Asma, Abdullah, wa Abdul Rahman, the best of names are Abdullah and Abdul Rahman. Then we find it difficult to swallow. No, Manana, something more unique, something a bit more on the modern side. Offer them, offer them names of the Azwaj Mutahharat, Hafsa, Ruqayya, Umm Kulthum, Zainab. Manana, something a bit more better. So that one person each time we gave, kept on giving him names. Manana, it has to be Arabic, it has to be unique, it has to be in the Quran. The only name we could come up with was shaitan. It's unique. Arabic, and it's in the Quran. So children deserved, and it's their right, that they should be given proper Islamic names. And the third right that ulama mention, give them sound, dini, Islamic knowledge. It's the right of the child that we should be part and parcel of the education of our children. Don't leave them at the mercy of the asatiza and the teachers. Be part and parcel of the education. It's sad to witness that a child goes through the whole primary education system and the parent doesn't know which class my child is in. How much Quran has he completed? How many du'as has he memorized? How much English has he studied? How much of the sciences does he know? Absolutely bereft of it. It's a right of the child. Sit with them daily. Educate them. Learn from them. Otherwise, our children are capital from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are ni'mat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we leave them at the mercy of others, they will vanish. And instead of getting thawab from them, instead of earning their du'as, we'll be getting their curses and sins will be mounted into our accounts. So be part of the overall education of our children. Fourthly, ulama explain, amongst the rights of our children, is that we should learn how to give them time. We have left our children at the mercy of gadgets today.
So one person so beautifully said it, that we are giving presents to our children, yet they want our presence. Gifts, they've got plenty. But they want our time. They want us to be with them. Our physical presence. And see the lives of the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam. See the life of our noble master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasalam. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Just now Qurbani passed. How attached he was to his child. Every activity his child was with him. Ismail ala nabiyina wa alayhi salatu wasalam. And that's how we mold our children. That's how we will bring up our children. This is how we will educate our children. This is how we will nurture our children. We have to learn how to give them valuable time, quality time. These gadgets are depriving our children. These gadgets are deviating our children. Instead of bringing them closer to us, they are taking them further away from us. Every time the child cries to keep him quiet, we give him one gadget. Every time we want to entice our children, we want to encourage our children, it is always on the bunyad of giving them a gadget. So if you pass your examination, I'll get you the latest phone. If you do well in school, the latest tablet. Whose mercy are we leaving our children to? Have we ever monitored what our children are doing on those gadgets? Allah protect some things that our youth are up to on the gadgets, takes them on the brink of kufr. So when I explain, give time to our children. See the noble seerah of the Prophet ﷺ. One third of the day was his for his family. He sat with them. He discussed dini matters with them. He educated his children. He taught them the science of deen. He taught them about the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. See the seerah of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu. How attached he was to his son Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu. How he nurtured him. How he brought him up. How much time he spent with his children. So that one father comes home in the evening. Very tired and exhausted. So the child comes running to him, said, Abba, Papa, how much do you earn an hour? By way of parable, by way of example. So the father, being tired the whole day, flungs his jacket on the side, removes his shoes, gets angry with his child. How dare you ask me how much I earn an hour? Shouts at him, rebukes him. Child goes away into the room. 
hungry man is an angry man. After his meals, he ponders over and thinks that I wasn't just to my child. This is not how I was supposed to speak to him. He goes and knocks on his child's door. He said, better can I come in? And as he enters the room, he finds his child is sobbing on the pillow. So now, to try to calm his son down, he says, better, you now I earn a thousand rands an hour. He said, Papa, can you give me five hundred rands? Father gets even more angry. Just three days ago, I gave you five hundred rands. What do you need another five hundred for? And he's about to cry more. So before his son starts crying, he takes out the five hundred rands and gives it to his son. The son takes out the other five hundred rands from under the pillow, starts counting, makes it a thousand, and gives it to his abba and says, "Abba, here's a thousand rands. Give me one hour of your time tomorrow." This is the state of the ummah. Our children, despite having parents, are orphans at home. So give them quality time. And lastly, ulama explain, it's a right of the child, we make dua for our children. Pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for them. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, prior to the coming of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, had already asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbi habni min as-salihin. Allah grant me pious offspring. And then when Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam was still a baby, Rabbana inni askantu min durdiyati biwadin ghayri di zara'in inda baytika al-muharram. رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ فَاجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَرُزُقُهُمْ مِّنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ Make dua for their deen and dunya. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not a single dua must pass, not a single dua must be made without mentioning the livelihood and the prosperity of our children. And make dua for them during the accepted moments. al-maktubat, after the faraiz, al-adhanain, between the adhan and iqama. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Dua that is made for the children, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts all those duas. And then see our children as they grow up, as they start doing good deeds in their lives, then all the good deeds that they will do will be written into our account. Whilst on the other side, the Prophet wasallam has also warned that if the children are not brought up properly, every vice, every sin that will be committed by them, then we will be accountable. It will be thrown into our account on the day of Qiyamah. So respected brothers and elders, as I had mentioned earlier, children are a ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are a source of mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But with every ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes its trials and tribulations.
And for that, there is no greater example in our life than the life of the Prophet ﷺ in Sahaba radiallahu anhum who outlined to us the hukuk and the rights of our children. If we fulfill these rights, then undoubtedly they will, we will see coolness, we will see goodness in our children. Otherwise those same children will become a source of adab and punishment for us, not only in the akhirah, but firstly in this dunya. وَأَنْخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ